how amazing the works of God to us. Most of those amazing works were accomplished with our worldly talent and participation in worldly view. When he requests our devotional life to him, it is not because he really needed to do his work. When he offers our money, it is not because he really needs it to do his work. However, our God really likes to see and have our devotions. He puts his tremendous power on our giving and returns to us to build his kingdom among us and uses us to spread his kingdom. The kingdom of God is where the king's will and his word work. The kingdom of God is fulfilled among us through Jesus Christ in this moment here. Looking back at Apostles' last 50 years, from the beginning until now, how many people have been devoting their time, talent, and money? In this world, the Holy Spirit works in His church through the saints, believers, and their devoted works and offerings. The result right now is not from one person's, couple person's big givings on, by many small, heartfelt donations that filled the hands of God. The Jesus feeding the 5,000 story is in all four books of the Gospels, in the Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Jesus and his 12 disciples, ministry was continuing without enough rest. They really needed a rest. They took a boat and moved to the other side of Sea of Galilee. However, the crowd followed Jesus because they already saw and experienced Jesus' miracle already. Somebody who know, who taste, they come again to eat. Jesus went to a mountain and sat beside the disciples. However, Jesus deeply felt pity on the crowd. So he wanted to give them food to eat. So Jesus asked one of his disciples, Philip, where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? Apostle John said, Jesus asked this question for testing purpose. Jesus already knew what was going on and how he could feed the crowd. We can see the God's man in this story. Jesus was tired like us, but he knew the future like God. Jesus has pity, the emotions like us, and he was able to perform miracles like God. Disciple Philip answered, 
It would take more than half a year's wage to buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. In NIV, all the version says eight months of salaries. It seems like Philip had failed the test. How about you? If you were in there, Jesus asked you the same question, how would you answer? Frankly, Philip did not make a mistake. He answered, his answer was not only reasonable, but also seems like smart. His brain works really fast and calculate how much money we need for feeding those people. We can easily see the practical difficulties in front of us. Therefore, we had trouble seeing God's will and his guidance over the reality. Andrew, the Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here is a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish. Andrew brought a boy who willingly wanted to give his food to Jesus. It seems like Andrew's reaction to Jesus' testing was little better than realistic Philip's. However, Andrew also cannot climb over the wall of reality. And he said, But how far will they go among so many? We have food here, Jesus, but the it's too small. The Bible does not give us much information about that boy. But I asked myself, did anyone else have food among those 5,000 people? The book of Matthew, chapter 14, verse 21 says, the number of those who ate was about 5,000 men besides women and children. So we easily calculate, assume, five adult men plus, uh, 5,000 adult men plus five, at least 5,000 ladies and at least 5,000 kids. So we easily say more than 15,000 people were there. What the boy brought to Jesus Christ, a barley loaf, it was considered as a poor person's meal, even though it is now known as a healthy food. You better pay a little extra for the cool grain bread. And fish also was pretty common food for the people who lived nearby the Sea of Galilee. A boy who was not counting among the 5,000 but he had food. How about other people? Did they have food in their backpacks? The reason why I made such an open question is not because, not to explain Jesus' tremendous miracle reasonably. Maybe a liberal biblical scholar study about it and say, Jesus' miracle happens because many people were amazed by the little boy's doing. So they started to open their backpacks and share their food with others. The result, everybody ate enough. 
That's the miracle. I just made that up. Just imagine it is a PhD degree dissertation topic with emphasis on a social gospel. Your doing is so important in this world. Feels like I could go back to my school and finish my doctoral dissertation from here, not from here. The real reason why I ask that question is because I really wanted to know and feel the boy's heart in deeper, deep place. Remember, the two disciples' reaction to Jesus' question? We can imagine the boy's heart when he made the decision to share and give his meal to Jesus. This boy is the one who made it over the wall of reality. Jesus gave thanks for the loaves and fish to the Father and distributed as much as the people's need. And then result, as we know, 12 basketfuls remained. Jesus knew what was going on about the food. It means actually he really does not, did not need little boy's lunchbox. And the people's reaction after the miracle as we read, people really want to make Jesus as their physical king, political king, so that they could enjoy those kind of meals every day. Did you hear what I heard from today's Bible story? Did you see what I saw? I saw the heart of a little boy, even though the amount and quality of the food could be considered really small and poor, the boy did not have shame on his giving. He had strong faith in Jesus who would do something amazing with his nothing-like food. A miracle happened when the boy's faith met Jesus' power. And I also saw the heart of Jesus Jesus was incredibly tired. However, he had real pity for the people. Jesus is the good shepherd who knows and cares and feeds his lamb. He even gave up his life for the, his lamb. From the heart of Jesus Christ, the Father's salvation plan was fulfilled among us. On the cross and through the empty tomb, Apostle Paul confessed that his heart was transplanted into Jesus' heart. I jealous him. I want to have that heart. When Jesus takes the boy's heart into his own, Jesus feeds more than 15,000 people from the five loves and to fish. As we know, Jesus could have fed them without boys' food again if he really wanted to. Every time I read this story, I believe that Jesus showed us how we can live and build the kingdom of God in this world among the believers. Among in this church. 
The kingdom of God is not the result of world overturned in a day. The people who saw Jesus' miracle misunderstood Jesus' proclamation and the disciples were included among them. The kingdom of God is real already here where the word of God rules. The kingdom of God will come when Jesus comes to this world again on the final judgment day. Finally, all the saints will go to the new heaven and the new earth eternally. Jesus died for us and rose for us. The people who believe him are the kingdom workers. That is why we consider ourselves as kingdom workers. They work with joy and devotion as a salt and light in the darkness. Well, the Emmanuel, God with us, well, the Emmanuel life is, there is the fulfilled kingdom of God with them. It is like we have joined the pre-heavenly banquet in our communions. Listen, the apostles' confession. Peter says, The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. And similar version, but the Paul says, Or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, forbearance, and patience, not realizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance? As last time I preached to you all, we are love letter of God to the people. In your life, once we got the love letter from other people, now we become a love letter. It means the love letter, our life, is kingdom of God. Jesus says, For where two or three gather in my name, there am I with them. Jesus promised us that he will be among the believers gathering like this morning. And Apostle Paul says, for the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Because anyone who serves Christ in this way is pleasing to God and receives human approval. Let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. That's pastor's goal, my dream. Inside of us, we have peace and joy. We have righteousness in the Holy Spirit. So we could please Him, please God, but from the society and the neighbors from us, with our mutual edification, we have their approval. Wow, they are Christian. The kingdom of God is not a physical government. The kingdom of God starts from serving Christ with righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Spirit. And also Jesus taught us, pray like this, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
That is the prey each time when we worship. Have you ever hesitated in giving your offering because it seems like it was too small? Have you ever hesitated in giving your talent because it seems like too many people had better skills than yours? If so, I cannot praise in front of you because we have too many better skillful, talented people in this chapel. When we read the book of Jeremiah, we saw the potter mold you by his own hands in his best. And also book of Isaiah says, Yet, O Lord, you are our father. We are the clay, you are the potter. We are all the work of your hands. When he molds us, molds you, he makes you by his own purpose. You are his masterpiece because God put his best in you. There is not even one person that as same as you. Just remember, no one can replace your seat right now. That's yours. That's what God plans on you. The writer Mark Twain says, the two most important days in your life are the day you are born. Happy birthday. And the day you find out why. Without his permission, I change his word into my version as a Christian. For a human being, there are two important days. One day is the day when God sent you to this world. Same. And the other day is the day you are born again in Jesus Christ. The day of your physical birthday and the day of you become a Christian by his grace. Give you a gift that has given you back to him. And he will use them for his purpose. What kind of miracles were needed for the 50 years old apostle family? Our current membership numbers are not close to our best days. Our current budget also seems like not enough to do all our plans and ministry. Indeed, the reality says that we have a little dark cloud in front of us just like Philip saw and was worried by the numbers of the crowd with his bare eyes instead of leaning on Jesus' power. What we really need is the boy's heart who gave his own to Jesus by faith. What we really need is the understanding of Jesus' heart which really loves and cares for one soul when our heart meets Jesus' heart. From there, the miracle of God is initiated. When the will of God is fulfilled in us, in the apostle, his world rules us, the apostle's family lives in the kingdom of God. So any kind of dark cloud cannot cover our faithful heart, faithful eyes from the sparkling grace and mercy of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen.